in the next hour, you will understand why I have been telling you that it is going to get harder and harder for you to get alone. Um, you will understand it really clearly in the next uh, 60 minutes. Please call American Financing. If you're looking for a mortgage, I urge you to refinance your mortgage. If you have you know, an interest rate that you're paying now is 3 4 5%, you can get it down into the twos now in some cases. Uh, also, to do a consolidation loan where you put all of your high-interest credit card debt into your mortgage, please make this call today. It's going to get harder for you to get a mortgage, uh, to get a loan of any kind. 800-906-2440 or online at AmericanFinancing.net. That's AmericanFinancing.net. Do it now. America, it's Thursday. Biden yesterday unveiled a massive infrastructure plan, calls it a once in a generation investment. Yes, the investment is once in a generation. Uh, however, <laughs> it's going to take several generations to pay for it. This is a nightmare bill, and I'll explain why. And while I do so, I will also. Uh, explain side by side why I've been saying recently it's going to be harder and harder for you to get a loan. Why it's going to get harder and harder for you to take a stand. Uh, there are going to be massive consequences for this. We'll talk about that in 60 seconds. The Glenn Beck Program. Ah, let me tell you about Rough Greens. Barbara lives in North Carolina. She writes in about her dog's experience with Rough Greens. Uh, she wrote in, she said, we have a six-year-old Cocker Spaniel that has some behavior issues over food. Never seems satisfied. Boy, are you, you are preaching to the choir, Barbara. Behavior issues over food. Never seems satisfied as allergies. We're only a few days into our bag of Rough Greens, but we can already see an improvement. He's eating very well to the point of licking his bowl and my fingers, too. Right? Isn't that crazy? Uh, if, if, if my fingers have rough greens residue on it, uh, he's licking my fingers clean. He rests more soundly. He seems to have more energy. So far, so good. Thanks, rough greens. So listen, here's the first thing you have to do. You have to know if your dog will eat rough greens. Now, this is not a dog food. This is a supplement that you put on your food. If you have a finicky eater, uh, you, you, you better get the free bag of rough greens first. I have a dog who would uh, literally we'd have to stand and hand feed. Uh, if, if we moved and he was eating anything out of his bowl, he would stop immediately, look at us and like, what? What are you going to do now? Are, are we going someplace? And then he would lose interest and he wouldn't eat. It was a nightmare. He loves Rough Greens, but make sure your dog does uh, before you buy a bag of Rough Greens. You can get the free bag for your dog to try out. All you pay is shipping. Just go to roughgreens.com slash back, roughgreens.com slash back, or call 833-GLEN-33. That's 833-GLEN-33. Call them.
roughgreens.com. So, Stu yesterday, uh, he he made uh, the Biden speech a little more tolerable uh, by uh, watching it with you on uh, Blaze TV and uh, his YouTube channel. Hi, Stu. Hey, Glenn. Uh, what an exciting moment that was. Uh, great oh, speech. Yeah. As usual, Joe Biden, top of his game. <laughs> It's much better. We're than just he playing did. audio of. We're just playing audio in the background. You might hear Joe Biden in the background once in a while. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it was an, a pretty amazing uh, plan. I mean, he's not, of course, de- dealing with the, the 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 things he's actually doing, which is like taxing people for fifteen years to pay for eight years of spending. We all understand, of course, the spending will continue after the eight years. So he's not even coming close to paying for this program. But even if he could, it would be ridiculous. Bridges um, and drinking water. And yes, bring, broad, broad, broadband and electric grids. They, it's supposed to be an infrastructure plan, but honestly, like they just threw everything that they wanted in there, including massive healthcare uh, increases. Only four hundred billion dollars is going to go to the elderly and disabled. Only four hundred, four hundred billion and five hundred and eighty will be used for domestic manufacturing and development. <laughs> you get the sense when he was talking about the, uh, he's going to give $400 billion to the elderly. It just felt selfish. It just felt like he was, <laughs> he just wanted the I, stuff. I'm only, I'm only going to take $380 billion of that myself. <laughs> but you won't believe what they have to do to keep me cranking. <laughs> I just, it's hard to understand how far we've come. Remember, only a couple of Democratic presidents ago, the era of big government was over. Last president that was a Democrat talked about, you know, he really um, manufactured the, the amount he spent to stay under $1 trillion. I mean, it was $787 billion initially for the, uh, for the stimulus program. It was under $1 trillion initially for Obamacare, of course, most both of those wound up rising quite a bit before they were actually implemented Uh, here. I mean, now we're at the point where he's just staying under two trillion for the covid plan and has no problem not only saying he's going to go over two trillion dollars with this plan, but announcing in advance another two trillion he's going to spend in just a few months. It's a it's a it's it's another uh, once in a generation investment. Yeah. Wait a minute, wouldn't that be twice in a generation? And didn't you just do another $1.9 trillion recently? So isn't it three times in a ge- in a generation? I mean, I, and I if, don't know. It's if a generation is the first six months of your first year of your presidency. <laughs> right, <laughs> right, right. right. Yeah, now, yeah, remarkable. Let, me, uh, let me explain. Uh, let me explain a couple of things. I'm going to give you a decoder ring for all of the news here. First uh, headline, some Democrats are reportedly afraid to voice concerns about a nationwide voting overhaul. Okay, I want to just give you a few things. We're going to we're going to go back to the stimulus package here in a second, but I want to give you a few stories that are in the news today. So Democrats are afraid to voice any concern about the nationwide vote. Uh, voting uh, overhaul, which is absolutely unconstitutional in the clearest of terms. 
It is taking away the power of the states and moving it to the federal government. It's unconstitutional. It's very clear in the Constitution who runs the voting process. All right. Next story. Major U.S. companies take aim at Georgia's new voting restrictions. What is this one? Um, Global asset manager at BlackRock issued a statement yesterday on LinkedIn. Equal access to voting is the foundation of American democracy. While BlackRock appreciates the importance of maintaining election integrity and transparency, these should not be used to restrict equal access to the polls. It's doing none of those things, by the way. Coca-Cola weighed in yesterday. Headquartered in Georgia, they're disappointed by the law. As soon as Georgia's legislators convened this year, our company joined with other Georgia businesses to share our core principles. We opposed measures that would seek to diminish or restrict voter access and advocated for broad access, voter convenience, election integrity, and political neutrality. Uh, Then you have Delta Airlines issuing a memo to their employees that the final bill is unacceptable and does not match Delta's values. After having time now to fully understand all that's in the bill, coupled with the discussions with leaders and employees in the black community, it is evident the bill includes provisions that will make it harder for many unrepresented voters, particularly black voters, to exercise their constitutional right and elect their representatives. That is wrong. That is from Delta. Then you have Merck, the pharmaceutical giant. Uh, There is no more fundamental right than the right to vote. Democracy rests on ensuring that every eligible voter has an equal and fair opportunity to cast a ballot free from restrictions that have a discriminatory impact. We all have an obligation to stand up against racism and other forms of discrimination whenever we see them. That's Merck. Porsche. You know, the people that brought Hitler the people's car. Anyway, uh, Porsche, North American Operations, headquartered in Georgia, said equal access to the polls for every voter is core to a democracy. As an Atlanta-based business, Porsche Cars of North America supported the work of the Metro Atlanta Chamber with members of the Georgia General Assembly to maximize voter participation. We understand the legislative outcome remains subject to debate and hope a resolution can be found. All side encourages. Uh, Then UPS. UPS said this week, the company supports the ability and facilitation of all eligible voters to exercise their right to vote. Like other businesses in the community, we actively engage with political leaders in both parties and other stakeholders, stakeholders to advocate for more equitable, equitable access to the people for integrity in the election process. Mercedes Benz have nothing to do with racism. Boy, Mercedes-Benz, they sure hate racists, don't they? They stand against efforts which discourage eligible voters to participate in this vital process. Microsoft also has uh, weighed in. Bank of America has uh, weighed in. Cisco, Home Depot, J.P. Morgan Chase, Citigroup, LinkedIn, American Express, Facebook, Viacom, CBS. Ha. Huh. That's an awful lot of companies coming in and voicing their opinion on this voting matter. Have you ever seen that before, Stu? You know, it's odd. I, I, it, not really. And it's, it's really huh. odd considering this actually expands the law and at people's access to voting quite clearly. Uh, you know, the, the Georgia law yeah. in particular uh, does a good job at, you know, it, we, it was funny because we were told in 2020 
that we had to massively expand the way people were, were able to vote because of this once-in-a-lifetime pandemic, which I think there was mm-hmm. good arguments for some of that. So they went out and they expanded all these uh, voting uh, you know, uh, access platforms. And now we're told that anything that pulls off of that incredible expansion, which was supposed to be once in a lifetime, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Is, uh, is basically Jim Crow. I mean, we, uh, this is incredible. We had a representative say that the 2020 election had voter suppression never before seen in American history. We went half of our history without letting black people or women vote at all. I would say that was more of a voter suppression uh, era <laughs> than the one we have now where you can only where you use can drop, drop it off bu- at a, right. Yeah. A Facebook drop off on your nearest corner. Right. Like, I mean, seriously, the, the restrictions they're talking about, the, the voter drop off boxes were not even sanctioned in Georgia law okay. at all. So they came in and they said, okay, uh, now they'll be sanctioned, but we should probably not just leave them outside unattended 24 hours a day. Let's put them somewhere where at least someone can keep an eye on them in, in inside. That is now okay. voter suppression, Jim Crow 2.0, worse than anything we've ever done in American history. All right. So let me let me give you just a couple of more headlines and then I'll explain it all to you and give you the Dakota ring. Uh, the Major League Baseball uh, is thinking about uh, moving their all-star game from Georgia because of BLM pressure over voting reform bill. Uh, the leaders of 23 countries have supported a treaty, a treaty proposal for p- future uh, crisis. Uh, so in other words, the next COVID, they all want to be on board and work together if one shuts down, we all shut down. We're all going to work together. White House doesn't say no. The White House says the timing isn't right. GoFundMe has yanked a page run by Virginia parents fighting the woke curriculum. Huh. Uh, Bank of America announces an expansion of their racial justice initiatives. And the White House says the private sector should lead on vaccine passports. I'm going to give you the decoder ring. I'm going to take a one minute break and I'm going to come back and I'm going to begin to give you that ring that will explain all of these stories from the infrastructure story to the, you know, companies lining up against the voting thing in Georgia to yanking even uh, the voice, the voice of Donald Trump off of a platform facebook yesterday because even his voice has been banned from facebook i'll explain all of these give you the decoder ring you will understand the news unlike ever before in 60 seconds timeshare termination team uh chances are if you have a timeshare that you you know you're ready to get out of it did you even use it last year could you use it If you did try to use it, did you get the place to where you're promised or did you have to go someplace else with with less amenities? Here's the thing. There are quite a few businesses out there that will claim to get you out of a type uh, uh, out of a timeshare. I don't do timeshare commercials uh, because they usually are not credible. Um, They are there are companies that um, say a lot of things, make a lot of promises and then don't keep them. 
I'm doing timeshare termination team because they have a 100% money back guarantee. So if they don't get you out of that timeshare, you have a money back guarantee and you'll get every dime of your money back. Timeshare termination team. They have it's a team of attorneys and paralegals. That's their job to get you out of that legally. Call timeshare termination team. Get the process started. Don't keep putting it off and get stuck with another year of timeshare that you're not going to use. And you'll get 20% off when you terminate your timeshare. So make sure you tell them that I sent you. 888-GET-YOU-OUT. That's 888-438-8688. Or visit them online at timeshareterminationteam.com. Learn more at timeshareterminationteam.com. 10 seconds, station ID. All right, let me give you some information uh, that I gave you last night in, 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 in its entirety. And it is really important that you understand this because our society is being completely redesigned with something called ESGs. ESGs, you will now find, check your 401k if you're doing something with Morgan Stanley or anybody else. Check, you will see, they're starting to come out now, an ESG score. An ESG score for your investments. So what is your ESG score? ESG stands for Environment, Social Justice, and Governance. To change society, you need to alter the way you view society. You need to redesign the social contract that we all have with one another um they want you to view it now through the lens of esg first they start with the corporations and the corporations are with this because as i showed you last night they are going to make tons of money social justice has now been monetized and i'll show you exactly how in last night's episode make sure you see it now, this started to go to go to become into play at the Paris Accords and the U.N. was working in tandem with the Paris Accords. That's the climate treaty that everybody on the left was like, we have to do it, even though it does nothing. We thought there was a paper published in 2017, one of the only concrete reports on how the S social justice in ESG is calculated. But even in their own report, they admit this isn't exact science. And I'm going to quote from this report. The social element of ESG issues can be the most difficult for investors to assess. You think? Right off the bat, they list a few factors. Human rights, labor standards, uh, and gender equality. Now, it's interesting because I'm going to show you in a minute how they identify human rights. But you don't hear Apple getting a low ESG score for sweatshops where they're pumping out iPhones, right? You'd think that all of those practical slaves in China would go to hurt the ESG store a score of Apple if you really cared about social justice. But they're a team player. They're going carbon neutral by 2030, so they're fine. Also, Disney. They didn't get a low ESG score after thanking the Chinese officials that are connected to the Uyghur genocide in concentration camps. Not a problem. 
Not a problem. Disney is okay. They they made up for it by setting their own 2030 sustainability goals. And what the heck? Let's fire Gina Carano, too, to prove how woke we are. We'll fire her for exactly the same thing her co-star did in reverse. Uh, he's fine. We're going to just fire her. Re- redesigning society is a four-step process. According to the U.N. and now banking uh, uh, outlines, stage one is qualitative analysis. This was when we decided to start placing a woke grade on companies and financial institutions. And I say was because we're past stage one. Stage two, quantitative analysis. This is where we're at right now, but we're at the tail end of this. Social clients, uh, climate, uh, uh, compliance has been graded and scores are starting to pop up on investment portfolios and annual reports. I'll tell you about those in a second. Stage three, investment decision. This is where we're just beginning to be out. Remember, it's a four-step process. We're at the beginning of step three. Money is going to be diverted from the non-compliant to the compliant. And I laid this out for you, and I showed their own documents on how this was going to work. They're going to shut all of the investment dollars off to any company that isn't doing what they ask them to do, just through the ESG score. Stage four, active ownership assessment. The compliant will be monitored. If they fall out of line, they'll be handled via exclusion members uh, measures. The exclusion members are uh, are things like you're not going to be able to get a house loan. You're not going to be able to get a car loan, a business loan. Uh, They may shut off all banking services to you if the case is bad enough. Uh, Okay, that doesn't sound good at all. Now, let me put some let me put some actual numbers and faces behind this. I'll show you what's happening with this corporate responsibility to fully dismantle structural racism in america i'm going to show you a couple of the companies that are that are out front on this and then i want to show you facebook and i want to show you why facebook suddenly has a low s score in their esg which is setting them back you'll understand all of it after the next break is the Glenn Beck program. Okay. Our sponsor of this uh, half hour is, um, is Rectech. Sometimes when you get home at the end of the hard day, the last thing you want to do is cook a meal for your family. You could order something out. You can, you know, get pizza or, you know, whatever. I mean, pizza delivery guys on the you know, first name basis at our house. Um, that's kind of a problem, isn't it? This is a part of the story where you usually send your children out into the mean streets and tell them not to come back until they've rustled up some grub and uh, they can bring it back for everybody to eat. Fortunately for them and you, there is Rectech. Rectech takes the concept of grilling, smoking, and even baking and dials it up to an 11. With Rectech, you've got smart grill technology, which manages the cooking of your food to such a fine point that it comes out perfect every time. It's built like a tank. It's a pure joy to cook on, and the food is amazing. Go to Rectech, R-E-C-T-E-Q, Rectech with a Q at the end, dot com. That's Rectech.com. 
Go there now, AB Compare, and I promise you, you will find nothing better than Rectech.com. Get your decoder ring for all the news going on with Blaze TV. Dot com slash Glenn. The promo code is control for 20% off Blaze TV. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. It is Thursday. Last night's television show is a decoder ring. You will start to understand what's happening with these companies. Uh, just a few minutes ago, I went through all of the companies. Let me just give you some of the uh, the headlines. Uh, Biden has uh, unveiled a massive infrastructure. I've got to get to the real point of what that is. It's unions. I'll go into that. It's probably going to be tomorrow, though. I'm running out of time. Uh, Major U.S. companies uh, have come out against uh, the Republicans in Georgia. They're saying this this historic uh, tax or this historic voter reform. It wasn't voter reform. It was covid that is now being retracted is suppression. And you have BlackRock, Coca-Cola, Delta, Merck, Porsche, UPS, Microsoft, Bank of America, Cisco, Home Depot, JP Morgan, Chase, Citigroup, uh, American Express, Facebook, Viacom, CBS. They're all coming out now and they're taking a stand against Georgia and the governor. Have you ever seen that before? Have you ever seen? Let me give you this headline. Uh, the uh, headline is that sports viewers shift habits as social justice messaging increases. So this is about the NBA, and they're saying one-third of Americans are watching less professional sports because they can't handle the cram down. So then why would Major League Baseball threaten to move the All-Stars from Georgia if they know they're going to lose a third of their audience, this is going to piss off a third of their audience, maybe more. Why would they do that? Why would these companies, why would Delta get involved in any of this? Why would Bank of America? Last night, I gave you the decoder ring, and I want to go through the decoder ring, but I want to start with uh, the Facebook ESG score. Facebook, we were looking at the ESG scores. This is from Morgan Stanley, I believe. And they're starting to score these. This is the part of the Great Reset. They're starting to score every company. So you know if the company is doing everything they can for the environment, everything they can for social justice, and everything they can to help the government. Are they complying by governance, social, and environmental standards. Facebook, you would think, has a great score because they're so progressive. They're, they're the reason a lot of this jam down is happening. However, they got a laggard score. There's only leader, average, and lagger. You don't want a laggard score. Facebook is a laggard. Environmental, they're a leader. Social, they're a laggard. And governance, they're a laggard. Now, governance, they're a laggard because they've had some uh, problems with the government uh, recently. And they allege or they, they list all of the things that have been happening, you know, over in Europe and Germany and also being called in front of Congress. But their social justice score is a laggard. Now, social justice score. Facebook, you can't say anything on Facebook. 
<clears throat> Stephen Crowder was on last hour. He is he's been banned now from uh, YouTube. And I told him a story about how Bill Clinton, Bill Clinton, uh, Donald Trump was on Facebook on a podcast and it was part of it was aired on Facebook and it was just his voice and Facebook deleted that post because you can't even have the voice of Donald Trump on Facebook. So how are they not leading social justice? You have to read the fine print and let me read it to you. Apart from platform safety issues, Facebook has also come under scrutiny for inconsistent enforcement of content moderation rules. Well, that's great, right? Because that helps us. That helps conservatives. That's what we've been saying. That's not what this means. Independent auditors found certain content decisions caused, quote, significant setbacks for civil rights, end quote. So because Facebook hasn't fully banned people like me, people like Steven Crowder, people like you, we're doing we're doing uh, significant damage to civil rights. That's why all of these companies are coming out for Georgia. That's why all these companies line up to say, oh, yeah, 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 uh, uh, we're, we're for this. Because one of the ways that they actually judge a company, because all they're doing is they're, ju- ju- they're just judging. Here, let me give you this. Uh, yesterday, the Fed chair, oh, no, sorry, the Fed chair, <laughs> what's the difference now? Um, Janet Yellen, <clears throat> who was the Fed chair, now the head of our uh, uh, treasury, she came out and said, <clears throat> environmental issues and companies that aren't uh, working to, to go uh, all green and become compliant, they're a risk to the economy. Now, how do you define a risk to the economy? Well, things get a little sketchy on all of this stuff. But a risk to the economy would be Facebook is too big to fail. These banks are too big to fail. And if they are working with companies like Facebook that could get deluged and get protested because they're not compliant with social justice, well, then they could fail and we could lose all their money. Or all of our money. So all of our investment would be gone. So that's a risky company. The Blaze wouldn't even get considered. I mean, it's never been considered by an investment group, but it would never get considered now because we're not going to comply. And if you don't comply, you're too risky for anyone to invest in. This is what's happening now. Let me give you... Let me give you one other really disturbing thing that they're talking about, and that is uh, social justice and human rights. The U.N., which has their human rights abuser list, is really the ones on the Human Rights Council. Um, They are the ones defining for the banks and everybody else human rights. Now, the... The U.N. teamed up with Foley Hogue. Um, They're one of the specialists. It's a law firm in corporate social responsibility, an international law firm. Um, And maybe they do some good in the world. I don't know. 
Maybe they'll help prosecute actual human rights abusers, but I'm a little confused about what's all included under human rights. Because looking through their websites, it gets a little nutty. The U.N. and this law firm seem to be including social issues and social justice now as human rights abuses. The Post says the U.S. must, quote, fully dismantle structural racism in America. Now, what if you don't believe in structural racism in America? Doesn't matter. They mention, and I'm quoting, publicly recognizing and supporting the Black Lives Matter movement and rapidly instituting a variety of measures that seek to begin to address racism at a systematic level within corporate America. That's why you're going to these stupid Black Lives Matter meetings and the critical race theory meetings because your company is a coward. And if they're not a coward, they're part of the problem. I don't care what my ESG score is, but I am going in and saying that. Please do not say that until you fully understand what is entailed. You will not get any loans. You may not be able to work. You won't be able to buy or sell because you won't comply. To Christians, does any of this sound familiar? The joint report goes on to list a few abuses. One list an example of a company that, quote, doesn't promote certain staff members due to their ethnicity or religion. Okay, I don't know any of the details here. How is that even quantified? Were they not promoted because of their social category or because they sucked at their job? And are all religions equal in this? I get the feeling that they're not, but maybe. But this is all about compliance. If you fail to comply, the banks are expected to exert, quote, leverage. That means shut off the money spigot. This was described in earlier things that I showed you last night called exclusion measures. Please correct me if I'm wrong here. I'd like to know, but it sounds to me if you're not a social justice warrior, then you're going to be labeled a human rights abuser and shut off from the financial system. Is this what having a low social score will get you? Because I will proudly wear that. But I know that makes me a pariah. I know that takes my voice off the radio. I know it takes it off Internet. I know I won't be able to go to theaters anymore and perform live. I understand that. You must be very careful. Your children must be get them off social media. And I know what that's going to take. Holy cow. Because my kids don't believe me. My kids are like, Dad, that's just for people like you. No, that's for people like you in the future. You say anything wrong, and it's going to come into your score. Now, I don't know how many banks are gearing up for this. We don't know how it will ultimately look or how it will be implemented. A good example might be what uh, is facing uh, is uh, is what's happening with amalgamated bank because it's all implemented there. Amalgamated bank is like the sixth or seventh largest bank in the country. I never heard of it because it's an SEIU bank. It's a union bank. They're the bank that brought all of this to the United States. They are patient zero. So let's 
use them as a template of what might be coming to a bank near you. The social justice scores are at banks now. They are at the investment level now. They have not trickled down to you yet. But Amalgamated has just begun an annual CSR report, which I can only assume will be the standard for high-scoring ESG companies going forward. If you want to see what that model might, uh, might look like, high ESG-scoring banks or companies say, quote, We do not lend or invest our own money in fossil fuel companies. Those who manufacture weapons or who do not support the rights of workers, read that as labor unions, women's, immig- women, immigrants, the, LGBTQ, the LGBTQ plus community, and other positions not aligned with our mission, end quote. So if you're an oil and gas company, you're out. You're a Second Amendment company, you're out. I mean, I thought discrimination on race, gender, and pretty much anything else was already considered um, illegal. But we now have to prove that we're now somehow not racist and bigoted if we want to do business. How does that work? Well, maybe this is the standard. Amalgamated breaks every employee down into their own social justice category, and they submit this report every payroll period. Remember, this is the bank that brought this framework to America, and several of the largest banks uh, in the country are already part of it. If you want to understand the news, you have to understand the Great Reset. If you want to understand what's happening to our corporations and what's coming for you, you have to understand, as part of the Great Reset, your ESG score. If you are interested in this and want to learn more go to the blaze tv blaze tv.com slash glenn uh, use the promo code control and you'll save 20 percent right now on your membership but watch the last few specials especially last night last night it was comply or die and i explained all of this and showed you the documents it is critical that you understand this And don't just beat your chest and say, well, I'll stand. You might. You might not. But if you don't understand it, I can guarantee you, you have no idea what you're even talking about facing. Our uh, sponsor this half hour is MyPillow. People talk about sleeping like a baby or sleeping like a log. Um, I mean, logs don't sleep and babies cry all the time and wet themselves. So I don't know. What's my sleep like? My pillow. I rest on my pillow. I have stopped waking up in the middle of the night and fluffing my pillow or trying to find a cold spot. It is amazing. I don't know how it works. It's, I think, witchcraft. Might be. Hey, Mike Lindell runs the company. Don't they want to burn him as a witch? So maybe it is. But it will guarantee you the most restful, deep healing sleep of your life. And it's made of three layers that provide superior support, evenly distribute your body weight, and regulate temperature throughout the night. What is this? Their mattress topper. 
The mattress topper turns even uncomfortable bed into a comfortable one. And right now you can get 30% off the mattress topper plus two standard MyPillows in one great bundle right now at MyPillow.com. Click on the new radio listener specials. Use the promo code Beck and receive this incredible offer right now. It's MyPillow.com promo code Beck or call 800-966-3117. You're listening to the Glenn Beck Program. Okay, uh, welcome back to the program. Um, want to uh, talk to you about this video, this video that's been all over the place, showing, uh, well, it appears to be a coyote dropping a three-year-old and a five-year-old over the border wall and seemingly leaving them in the desert, basically hoping that the Americans will find them and bring them to safety, which apparently did happen. Uh, this is a fascinating tale, mainly based on what we're supposed to learn from it. The media basically wants us to learn that we shouldn't have a wall, because then I guess the kid wouldn't get dropped the five feet. When in reality, maybe you shouldn't have a president who is guaranteeing any child that comes unaccompanied will become released into the United States of America and not go back to Mexico. When you create an incentive Crazy. like that, you're going to get these things happening, I think. That is crazy. Crazy talk. This is the Glenn Beck Program.